there, but I'm what saying... I was bringing up, what I was bringing up is I think they're the only characters that are actually mutants in Marvel, like, comics history that are in the event, the Marvel movies so far. Correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I understand now. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew they didn't call it mutants in the movie because they had to explain that away because Fox and all that dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, let's get into it. Now you... Now you go ahead let's and take, get into it. take it away. No, you're good, man. You're good. Welcome to another episode of Bounty Board, everybody. Uh, it is... Oh, my God. It's not July anymore. No. It is Friday, August 3rd. Fuck yeah. Or fuck no. <laughs> this year kind of disappeared. It's fucking Friday, August 3rd. The year has sprinted past us, but we're all still good, right? I'm good. Good. All right. I mean, we're closing in on the back. I, it's, you know, when we, when you, you, the speed at which things goes is just unbelievable. And I feel like it's exponentially faster, especially for those listening and those watching the stream tonight. And, you know, we can both mm-hmm. attest to this, but when you have a, when you have kids, um, it just is exponentially faster. Um, yeah. I, I feel like personally, oh, right, just, yeah. you cannot keep up. Um, no, like, it, especially uh, if you have a, like a job that has any regularity. Yeah. I know yours has some irregularity, but if you have any regularity at all, like you get in that routine and mm-hmm. days just, Yes. Days just disappear, man. See you later. Days gone by. Is that a song? Man. I'm sure. If not, that's words in the song. You know, it's... Correct. Mm. All right. Yeah. What are we talking about yeah. today? Uh, well, we're talking about a lot of stuff. But first, let's get into some news. We got some, some fun, interesting things in the news. Um, first, let's see. We'll go with this one because it's the one that I think everyone kind of knew already. This one, uh, this news article comes out of Eurogamer by Tom Phillips. Thanks, Tom Phillips. You're not going to listen to this, but I'm thanking you. Anyway. Hey, he might be a good person. He might be our like one subscriber on Stitcher. We don't know. Hey, that. man, who, who knows? You know, you never know. Um, anyway, this uh, article from Eurogamer by Tom Phillips about Bioware. Um, and this is a quote from the studio boss, Casey Hudson. We hear loud and clear the interest and Bioware doing more Dragon Age and Mass Effect. So rest assured that we have some teams hidden away working on some secret stuff that I think you'll really like. We're just mm. not ready to talk about any of it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. dude. I knew when he came back that... I mean, sorry, that's most of the article. Uh, I mean, he talks about Star Wars Old Republic and how they're you know, gearing up ah, for... We don't care about gearing that. up for Anthem and all that, but... Everybody, I don't know if everybody, I knew that when Casey Hudson came back, the, like the father of Mass Effect, that we'd be getting more Mass Effect. But it feels nice just to hear him say it. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I think it was a foregone conclusion. I think Mass Effect, I think uh, not only they bring Casey Hudson back, I think Casey Hudson saw the mess that Andromeda was and said, no, 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 no. I like the Andromeda, though. Y'all aren't. Your one opinion in a sea of them, and you can, <laughs> yours can be different, right? Yeah, I'm that Hot. one drop of warm water. In a I I didn't I didn't mind Andromeda, but when you let when you stack it up against the rest of the Mass Effects, sure. it is it is the only one that holds a candle to is one. It is the it is the Iron Man or not Iron Man. It is the Iron Fist of the Mass Ooh. Effects. I was <laughs> like, yo, dude, I don't, I don't know how you feel about Iron Man, but yeah. we're about to disagree. Really yeah, hard. it is, it is the iron fist of the Mass Effect, uh, gaming franchise. Um, all I can Ooh. remember, all I can think Ugh. about is, uh, not that it was bad, 
but not Iron a... Fist was bad though. <laughs> You're not helping it out. It served it served its purpose in starting another character and getting that right. It didn't. It wasn't that okay. great. It introduced yeah. you to the character, and that's what uh, I think all Andromeda did was introduce you to this new solar system. Sure, that sure. has a, that has a, overarching a things with that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but, I thought you were still talking. All yeah. right. You, you good? You good? I'm good. Yeah, you I'm good. Move on? I'm, I'm all hyper this tonight. Is, this is good audio. Yeah, how much coffee or what have you? Yeah. I slept last I, night, which is something I normally oh don't do. Oh, my God. I remember seeing that. I was like, wait a second. That's not. Yeah. yeah. You're going to sleep? Yep. Anyway, next news bit. This one comes from VG247, um, written by Sharif Saeed. Uh, it's. Really, just an interesting take on PUBG's newest feature that's uh, in the in the test patch. Have you have you played any uh, PC PUBG recently? No. All right, so uh, this will be good because we'll both have an opinion on this. PUBG's <laughs> test patch is actually currently testing the ability, giving the players, giving oh my god, giving players the ability to place a marker with the press of a button, Rainbow Six Siege style. I thought that was always a thing no you can do it like rainbow six siege style not open the map place a marker like aim down sights and put a marker on a wall ah see because i was thinking because you can open them or you can just press the insert key and that will drop a pin wherever your character is standing sure no this is like got, i got this is, this is more like, like battlefield you can point and go that window yep Got it. Um, yeah. Yeah, like Battlefield and, uh, style, Rainbow style. Yeah, sure. I like that. Um, a lot of people don't. Mm. Uh, and that's 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 the, the bent of this news article. They're wrong. People are saying that, like, it... Hang on. Let me find some, let me find some stuff. Well, um, well okay, let's uh, find PUBG, stuff. PUBG Twitch streamers like Swagger, Shroud, and many others... Uh, Swagger believes it not only makes it much easier to locate enemies, but it also has potential to make the game harder for players despite its intention. Um, the example they gave is that good players will know exactly where an enemy is before they can even see it. Assuming a teammate tags their location, which allows said players to peek out and line up a shot much faster than before. You won't need to peek and scan, just peek and shoot since there's no point in searching. That's, yeah, I, 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 mean, I can see that. Um... I don't know. I don't play enough PUBG PC to, um, or sorry, I do, but usually it's about five minutes of unending frustration, and I normally can tear <laughs> through, you know, in that five minutes, uh, ten games, uh, which because I just die. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's not PC's that another, I. It's another thing, man. It's not that I'm awful. It's just everybody is it's that much better at aiming um, than I am with a mouse and keyboard. Uh, yeah. but, and I just prefer the feel of the feel of, uh, molded rubber and plastic in my hands. Um, take that as you will. Um, I don't gross. Yeah. Anyway, you, you're laughing and said gross, not me. Um, molded rubber, clean your joysticks, bro. This is not a conversation for no, euphemisms, not, but not, it sure not, sounds like it. not moldy rubber molded, like shaped. All right, that's why I thought it was gross. Okay, I, I read, I heard that as moldy. No, 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 no. Ignore me. I took that a totally perverted route. So wait, who's more in the wrong? Anyway, um, 
oh no, it's still gross. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, I, I don't know how I feel about that. Given, yeah, I, I mean, I see whoever that. What was that streamer? Swifty? Was that Swifty? Oh, uh, Swagger. Swagger. Yeah. I mean, I understand. <laughs> I keep coughing. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, I mean, I see his point. Um. But. But. I, I don't know. I guess I don't have an opinion at it because I don't make a living playing PUBG. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe like, if I was more invested in... I mean, I play the game almost every night on Xbox, but it's like... You know, I'm not I'm not making a living playing the game. I don't... You know, so from a competitive standpoint, I can see how that would kind of destroy it. Um, unless you're playing... You know, unless you're a, a ghost in real life... Uh, you don't have enemy locations on a map, so you know. Yet, yeah, I, yet. I do. I do understand the idea that like before it was a communication game, right? You saw someone, and you had to be like, "Yo, there, uh, red roof building, second floor, right window," you know, right. and you had to like get good at that. This gets rid of that completely. Mm-hmm. So, like, I do understand the grief, and I don't know if I would like system tag like. But I mean, I don't know, man. That's a really hardcore gamer thing to be upset about. Yeah, I think right? so. Like, um, if you're upset about that, like you're you're probably a level above most other people. So most other people are probably seeing this and going, "Oh, dope! I don't have to be a military specialist to be able to call someone out by degrees and how far away." You know what I mean? Like, totally. And it'll, I think it'll it'll help people. Yeah, I think the other thing there is too is, I think it opens a level of gameplay that has a little bit uh you know brings it down for the folks who are not playing the game 10 hours a day on stream right it makes it so yeah it makes it so it's a little bit more accessible so if you've got somebody um you can drop that pin and say hey there's a dude over here watch your back because you know it's a little bit jarring when you first play PUBG and somebody says 300 and you look up at the map and you're like what what is well, it? I know that goes counter. I know it goes counterclockwise, but I'm looking 300. I don't see anybody when that person is actually just he's there behind a tree, and your teammate didn't say that. Oh, um, I also this, this is probably a little of a sidetrack, but it's a pet peeve playing PUBG. I hate, I hate when I when my my friends don't know how to use the compass. Like, if I if you're looking east, and a guy is running from left to right, he's not running east. He's running south. Mm. <laughs> and so when people are like, he's 80 degrees running east, and I look for a guy running away from me, and all of a sudden I get shot in the right shoulder, it's like, yo, dude, know, know your cardinal directions and how they work. Yeah, yep, yep. But so we play that game way too much. I mean, what else is out to play right now? I mean, Sea of Thieves, for you, there's a lot of stuff, right? I did not get No Man's Sky. I did not get... I, yeah. I have Sea of Thieves, but... I mean, yeah. Can I can I mention something about No Man's Sky real quick? I love the game and mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it a lot. It was fifty fucking dollars. Yeah, that's why I didn't get it. Yo, dude. Uh, oh well, I got it. I, I mean, felt like they deserved it. I, I yeah, I think they would have sold uh, eight hundred more copies, eight hundred thousand more copies had they dropped it to the thirty thousand. <laughs> eight hundred. Uh, don't worry about it. Numbers. Eight hundred's regular bank, man. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Real quick no, before I forget, uh, truck that? trucker, thank you for that host. Appreciate that. Yo, thank you for that. All right, All carrying right. on. Next news story. 
This one from Polygon, written by Ryan Gilliam. Bungie reveals the fate of Destiny 2's year one weapons and random rolls. Uh, I'm going to skim through this because it's Destiny stuff, so it's normally pretty deep. But uh, Bungie clarified which weapons and armor will be retired in September when the Forsaken comes out. Um, all year one weapons and armor will be removed from the Vanguard, Crucible, Gunsmith, Meditation, Trials of the Nine, and Iron Banner vendors. Interesting. Um, the emblem, the emblems given out by the Gunsmith, Meditation, and Cade Six stashes will also be made unavailable. Cosmetics and seasonal rewards for Vanguard, Crucible, Trials, and Iron Banner vendors are also entering retirement. Wow. So that's a lot of shit. Um, basically, like they're getting rid of the first part of the game, which is weird. But they did say, however, these new items will wait. Hang on. I skipped a line. While all other gear mentioned above will be retired, everything will be replaced with brand new weapon and armor sets in Forsaken. So they're so, cleaning out, but they're replacing it all. So, you know, I mean. So, so what happens to if it's in my inventory? If it's in your inventory, I think you'll be fine. Oh, okay. I think it's they're just talking no... about, like, you're not, you know how when you, you know, you yeah, play yeah. the most DLC and you still get stuff that's not from a DLC and you're yep. like, what yep, the yep, fuck? Yep, yep. This is getting rid of all the yeah, yeah. year okay. one stuff and only making the things available DLC. Yep. Post DLC stuff. So that'd be dope. Yeah, I think I think you will, Trucker. I just you know. Yeah. Uh, it says Bungie reiterates that players will be able to infuse year one guns up to year two power levels throughout Forsaken. All so right. Yeah, you're keeping stuff. You're keeping stuff. That's some Destiny news for you. And uh, last but not least, on the news bit. Daredevil season three confirmed for a 2018 release on Netflix. Fantastic, right? This happened today. Um, let's see. Towards the end of Netflix's Q2 earnings video, um, this uh, an exec talked about the opportunity to bring back new seasons of beloved Netflix shows in the second half of 2018, and surprisingly, Daredevil's name was a part of that list. In the short term, he says, we've got new seasons coming up in the second half of this year of Orange is the New Black, which just released, mm-hmm. Ozark, which is coming up, yeah. Iron Fist, which is September, or is that, is that, is Iron Fist August? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Narcos, the finale of House of Cards, the follow-up series to Making a Murder, Making a Murderer, uh, Iron Fist season two is September 7th. And it's likely that we won't see Daredevil return until November or December, which is fine. Nothing about Marco Polo made me sad. I feel like that sh- didn't that show get canceled? Like for real canceled? Oh, maybe I missed it. I liked that show a lot. Yeah. I uh, I think I watched the first episode was like interesting and then got busy and just never came back. You should go Isn't watch it. Thrilling story. I just told you. It is. You should go watch it. There's a lot of like once it gets into it and you really kind of learn Hundred Eyes, the uh, the trainer's backstory, the blind. Uh, yeah, didn't Talus. they make a standalone, like yes. a standalone movie for Hundred Eyes? Yeah, uh, not as cool as his character in the show because it's like ah, oh. it's awesome. Like you get to see everything before uh, yeah, Kublai like Khan blinded him and then sure. took over. Anyway, anyway. 
Um, so that wraps it up for news. And uh, in talking about things coming up and release dates, we're going to move into what our main topic is. Real quick before we do that, though, for anybody watching right now, uh, I wanted to let everybody know that we do have, if I can find it, we do have a digital copy of PUBG to give away tonight. Mm. Um, this is news. I didn't even tell Eric before this went live that we were doing it. Yeah, I saw a hashtag. Um, I was like, wait a minute. Are we giving away a game? Yeah. So we're giving that away. And then uh, if you don't have Xbox Live, don't worry. I also have a month of Xbox Live to give away with it. So snap. We will we will get to figuring out how we're gonna do that later. It may come down to who's in the chat and who talks so that we know that you're there. And then we'll, you know, at random pick. But we'll get there later. I just want you guys to be excited so you stick around for the whole show. So moving past news, <laughs> moving past news of the giveaway, which I guess is the best news that I could give. Nice, Kabuki. <laughs> All right. Uh, in the chat, Kabuki-san pooped today. Everyone should be proud of that. Arms raised, doing a little, doing a little dance. Um, anyway, we are rapidly drawing closer and closer to the beginning of the fall slate of games. Which, if if people aren't aware, I'm going to assume because I have faith in everyone's intelligence. Y'all know. Um, starting in September, games kind of just pour out on the community and no one really knows what to do and i wanted to talk about this with you eric because I, every year we bring it up i would argue that it's oh, already i would argue that it's already started not even in some i mean there's a flood of them but the crack in the dam has appeared oh it's already starting yeah i sent you that link right so you're looking at the the uh like the august starting list that's like one game august 1st that's cute one game august 3rd Two the seventh, two the ninth, three the tenth, then three more, and then four more. It starts. It's starting earlier and earlier, and it's. Uh, yeah, I'm just. Hold on one second. Yeah. What's up? All right. I, I don't. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want to recognize that name because what the fuck, troll? Get out of here! All right, go on. No, you're good. Sorry, everybody. We had a, a poorly named person in the chat uh, try and ask a question that was completely off unrelated. topic. Anyway, We're go on. Confused. No, anyway, um, it's something that we've had issue with. I think you and I and most of our, our group of Xbox uh, fellows um, for a couple of years, right? Like November, it used to be November. November would hit and everything would come out and you just kind of be like, well, I want to get everything, but if I do, that means I'm buying two games a week at least. Yep. Uh, and we'll get real, two... real quick. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. I want to go back. We'll we'll get to your uh, we'll get to you, Kabuki-san, and your No Man's Sky in just a second. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, I think since about 2012, it's been getting like the the season of of games coming out has been getting deeper and deeper. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know. It's now it's starting in August and it's getting to the point where you have to like, I, okay. I did the math for what I wanted to buy so that we could talk about it on this show. And so that I could write about it on the blog, um, through Anthem, right? So February 22nd and it's like $600. And that's just buying like a game. That's That's, 10 games. That's 10 games. That's 10 games. Yeah. 
That's ten games. That's ten. I want. That's ten standard edition games, mind yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. That's not the four hundred dollar version of Dark Souls Three, which I'm seriously considering. <laughs> I'm a huge <laughs> nerd for Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, that's never gonna happen. Uh, Dark Siders, by the way, not Dark Souls. Dark, yeah, sorry, Dark Siders. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, and that Kabuki Sun brings up a great point. Um, and I didn't get No Man's Sky. We'll just jump back to that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Kabuki Sun uh, asked in the chat, so people that aren't watching know uh, that he's been staring at No Man's Sky, and he wants to know if he should buy it or not. Eric, what are your thoughts? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I have no thoughts because I didn't buy it. <laughs> Why didn't you buy it? I, it's, explain uh, yourself. My type to my game is not that type of game, right? I'm not a I'm not a huge you know kind of explore build you know resources type of guy. I want to get in and get out and play. Sure. It's just it's just not my type of game. Same thing. Um same thing with uh Fortnite, same thing or not Fortnite. My- um, like Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft or, you know, as awesome as uh, State of Decay was, I played it for all of a week. And then I was like, this is Wait, too much. you played State of Decay? Yeah, I played it for like a week. No, no, no. you play that with me? No, 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 I played it for like a week. Um, and then I was just the like. Was, the game was dope. No, it was, fa- it was awesome. But I just get bored really quickly with that type of gameplay because I'm like. No, you need that multiplayer interaction. That's well, I'm like, joy. you know, in a couple of years when the zombies come and the world goes to shit, we're all going to be doing that anyway. So I'm just going <laughs> to wait a couple of years for it to says. actually happen. Sure, um, sure. And then and then we'll all just be living it. Yeah. Anyway. So, no, you're good. So from my point of view, uh, I love games that have a good aesthetic. And I understand that's confusing. So let me explain. Like, Sea of Thieves is a blast. To me, when you're doing events or, like, interacting in things in the world or getting in fights, the problem I have with that game is that those things, up until Cursed Sales, which started this week, they were too far spread apart. So I, while the game is beautiful and, it, it like, it looks really good, it, it wasn't, I don't know, it's, it's more than aesthetic, I guess. It's, it's setting, right? I love sailing in the ocean and I love the things that come with it, which is why Black Flag was such a fucking great Assassin's Creed game. But Sea of Thieves is lacking like things to do. So I frequently find myself like almost falling asleep playing that game when we're sailing in between places because there's not a lot going on. Right. The big difference with No Man's Sky and why I really dig it is because it's there's a ton of stuff to do. Like you get out of your ship and a you're trying to survive which like i understand there's a survival thing that people don't like um so you know there's there's that but uh like kabuki-san here said that he he loved playing subnautica if you like subnautica imagine subnautica in space you're trying to survive you're keeping track of your life support and you need to have fuel for your ship and you're trying to travel around and find the best well, I'm trying to travel around and find the best place to settle down. The point of the game is to get to the center of the galaxy, uh, which takes a long time. But I don't know, man. Uh, something about space and sci-fi and flying a spaceship and doing that stuff is super my thing. So, like, that that's one leg up for it. And I don't even know if that's one leg up, man. Like, all you know me. Like, sci-fi is my jam. 
And the fact that I can have my own spaceship, fly it around and create colonies on planets. Oh, it's so great. And now No Man's Sky gives you the option to have like a frigate that can run trade routes for you and explore and you can create a farm and hire locals and have an industry like we've talked about this way too much yeah, in this yeah. podcast last about, you know no man's sky question your own business yeah 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 uh one more question from kabuki silent we're gonna move on to you know our topic. uh is no man's sky always online slash open world or can you play private and solo you can turn um online features off in your game so that no one can join your game and you won't have to run into anybody. Yep. Uh, also, it's the size, it's almost the size of our universe, our, our galaxy, sorry, not universe. So the odds that you were would run into someone randomly are very, very low. But you can turn your network stuff off so that you don't have to run into anybody. Where is it? Ha- uh, is it half that? price on PC or is it half price everywhere right now? It's got to be half price on PC. There's no way it's half price. Oh, on okay. It's on Steam. Yeah, I was about to say because I did okay. not see that on Xbox. No, Xbox was fifty dollars. I bought it because I'm a yeah now pushover. Yes. Anyway, back to the uh, fall release of games. Yeah, I guess Eric, my question moving into this, you know, extended period of just an onslaught of titles. Do you think it's hurting games? Do you think that like the fact that so much comes out, so many games are just put up against the wall of, oh man, something else is coming out right after me. Like, do you think it hurts a the industry and that's building the games, and do you think it hurts, um, the fans that they can't you know get to things that they would be able to get to if it was spread out more over the year? So I'll start with the back. I'll start with the last question there. I think ultimately. Uh, and just because it's fresh from what the what, what chat was saying is ultimately, I think that is what's driving things like the Steam Summer Sale, Game Pass, sure. um, these services, a humble bundle. Um, I have there are very few games that I've played in the last four months just because of the doldrums, uh, you know, that I have paid full price for. I either look at humble bundle, humble bundle, and I go, oh, that game's four dollars. Um, yeah. The the Twitch Prime yeah. loot. Um, you know, I've gotten a ton of games off of that. Um, and all you have to do is just download them and install via the Twitch app, uh, on your desktop. Um, and you can play them. So I think that's driving that secondarily. I think we, we said it, it used to be November, December, and it slowly creeped into October and now it's slowly creeped into September. And I think it's starting to creep back to August. So I think, the calendar year is going to become more flush with things. Do I think it's hurting the industry? I, no, I don't think it's hurting the industry. Do I think it sucks for gamers to have to make a choice? Yes, but life is about choices, right? I mean, you're gonna put, yeah. you're gonna put your dollars where um, you're, you're gonna put your dollars where you want to spend them, right? Like I looked at the game list and I was with similar to you. There was about 600 maybe 700 dollars of games that i wanted to get um now through if uh the division two um right right but in reality well actually i'll probably get a couple of them because most you know three or four of them are actually game pass games um like we happy few coming out friday four is a three you know these things that are going to show up on game pass that i'm paying it just makes sense that why wouldn't i 
Um, and I think that's where we're going to see. Right. I think that's a lot of where we're going to see. We've, t- we've mentioned it a couple times is where we're going to see this industry going is it's going to become, you're going to put your dollar where you're loyal. You're going to put your money where you're loyal. Uh, and you're going to sure. put your money in the franchises. Like I had a conversation with somebody at work today who asked me if I was getting Call of Duty. And I said, no, nah, I'm a Battlefield guy. And I physically saw him get mad because we were on webcam <laughs> together that Ugh. I was a gamer and he couldn't believe that I was buying Battlefield. And I said, I just enjoy Battlefield more than I do good, Call of Duty. Good, Call, well, Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, Battlefield <laughs> has, or Call of Duty has its place, but it's not, in my eyes, it's not Battlefield. So I'm going to choose to wait a week. Sure. And by battlefield, you're going to go, go with what you like. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird that people yep. do that. Yep, shocking. Right? It's almost, it almost doesn't make sense. Peer pressure. No. See, okay. So what you, I want to comment on something real quick. You brought up that people are going to put. You brought up the subscription services that are coming around, uh, and you said people are going to put their money where their loyalty lies, and yeah, and then they're going to buy. Uh, what'd you say? Big franchise installments, stuff like that, like staples. That's that's something that's happened with film and TV, and it it really broke up how things worked, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, because of Netflix... Nice work, Marvel. Hulu, right. Because of Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and all the other on-demand services, people don't go to the theater very much. And so, like, the only movies that are successful on a large scale are, like huge blockbuster movies the movies that win oscars most of the people i know and most of the people in the united states i would imagine have no idea what they are nice work marvel right but i so like using that model and i know it won't be exact and won't completely transfer over one to one using that model though games like the last of us the first one not the sequel because the sequel is selling almost entirely because everyone played the first one and they know it's great but when the first one came out, no one knew about it. And I think the environment that's starting to build itself, the the Last of Us would be like three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which won an Oscar for like best picture. Mm-hmm. And I don't know anyone. I know two people that have seen it. Yep. Um. So like, how could that not hurt the industry? You'd have a bunch of studios that would have to make big... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, how do you make a game in that that's not on Game Pass or come out in a Humble Bundle or come out on PlayStation Plus free the first time you come out? How do you make a game and survive in an environment where people don't buy games very much because they have all these subscriptions? Right. So I think it's it's that's an interesting point. Uh, I think financially does it hurt the industry? No, I think there are going to be people who make a lot of money and they're going to be able to use these programs from that, uh, EA Microsoft to either acquire smaller studios, um, and give them the leverage to do what they want. Right. And more independently, like EA has sworn up and down that they're doing, uh, E3, like Microsoft right. was doing when they acquired Ninja theory and that, you know, those, those, those teams, right. um, and Playground, I mean, look at what Playgrounds does. They've got two unannounced projects just sitting there, uh, and they were the car guys for the longest time. And we're almost positive, and and, and, and you and I are pretty good at this guessing game. Uh, oh, that, we're not bad at all. We're yeah, not bad at all. That the, the Playground's going to be announcing Fable. 
Um, I yes. think it's even if you compare, even if you keep the Hollywood comparison, it's always risky to launch a net new franchise. Um, the difference is, is I think the mediums are so different, and the production values are so much different in scale. Like, um, if I wanted to go out, uh, look at Baby Driver, for example, right? Edgar Wright produced that and yeah. and built that movie and made it for a nominal cost. Um, I think it was under fifty million, um, if I remember correctly. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's still a lot of fucking money. <laughs> but when you're thinking about when you're thinking no, about uh, when you're thinking about uh, when you're thinking about movies like Avengers Infinity War, which cost north of a hundred million because of contracts, yeah. budgets, and things like that, versus Baby Driver, which I consider one of the best films of last year, um, like everything in that movie is awesome, uh, and the lead actor is a relatively unknown guy. I think that's where you you get that street buzz and that credit work. Um, <laughs> But with that said, you know, I, I I think we'll have to wait and see. I only think, like I said, I don't think the, I don't think that the, um, I don't think that the industry is going to hurt from it. I think financially, I think it's going to be end up being a something that hurts smaller studios more than it does larger studios. Is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, uh, and I mean that's sure. Like that makes sense. Uh, but like smaller studios right now are the only people doing stuff that's got like actual character, right? Am I am I being too brash when I say that? Like Assassin's Creed changes and it has some nuance every year. Uh, last year more than more than recently, and this year it has an opportunity to do even more. But it's the little games like PUBG or I know PUBG's not little anymore, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's the littler games that that give you something that you're like, man, that was awesome, uh, or that was like a story I could get into, or that was something I wasn't expecting. And it's the big studios like Marvel that are like, here's the big shooter that you wanted, Battlefield Five. Here's the sports game that you wanted. Here's you know what I mean. Like, if we make it harder for smaller studios to exist. Big studios are just going to dominate, and I don't know, man. They don't like taking risks, and risks to them are the games that indie studios are making. Now, are you talking about big studios or big publishers, right? Both. Because I want to, I want to make sure. Well, I would consider Naughty Dog a big studio, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would consider, um. Shit! Now I lost it. I was about to say I would consider mm-hmm. Epic a big studio, and then that that was that was not it, and then it wasn't Epic. Um, somebody was just playing it on the multitude of streams I have up on my other PC, and now it's gone. Um, but what I'm getting at is, is I think, um, I I think it's 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 on the smaller developers, and I think that also comes from what we were talking about uh, a stream ago or two, where how do you build that into your marketing budget, right? Because you have essentially a network of people who will create influence for your game at relatively yeah, cheap, at rel- no. little to no thing, 
like little like a free copy of the game like if a, any publisher came to me i mean i'm a tiny 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 streamer and a very 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 big ocean but yeah you know if any publisher came to me and said hey play my game on your stream for a week we're going to give you a free copy of it a case of uptime energy drinks and some combos i'd be like cool <laughs> let's do it <laughs> um, let's do it. uh that's that's awesome um, that was a very specific wish list. <laughs> so if anybody's listening, Uptime Energy yeah, Drinks, free like, copy of the like, game, and a box of combos, and I'm fucking there. Um, that's amazing. And don't cheap like, out on the combos. They better be the pretzel kind. None of that bullshit this is, normal this is combos. That's exactly what I want. None of those and bullshit. I'm act like it's not <laughs> normal. Yep. Reverse psychology, right? Um, yeah. Anyway. So I think what I ultimately what I'm driving at is I think it's it's I don't I think there's more than enough room for all of it because if you if you keep with the if you keep with the film analogy right um, you've got sure. these giant ass tentpole movies but there's still room for the smaller independent film so I think there are, I think eventually it's going to balance yeah. out between marketing budget and critique and I think. If you look at the, I mean, movies are over a hundred years old at this point, right? Um, sure. Yeah. So the, the industry's like thirty. Yeah, the art form is matured in its production and the way that it's got. And I think we're getting into a lot of things right now in video games, especially with the speed of technology, where it's not, it's harder to keep up with that from a technology standpoint because it's always changing and always evolving. And now you've got game developers who are worried about. Oh shit! It's about to change again. I'm gonna have to program everything in VR. Um, right. So, yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Um, so I don't know. Do you think that? I, I guess the like my issue with the fall though. Back to get to just yeah. to get back to that. Let's bring it back to center. Ooh. My Careful. issue with the fall. I keep hitting my microphone. I don't know why. Maybe it's in a different place. You're I'm very animated. So animated. So much stuff. Um. It, it makes me wonder, you know, because you've got I, I I wanted to do the math and like actually count the number of things coming out in the next three months. And I well, as soon as I got to what was it I was on? Um, what's the big site that like Metacritic? I was on Metacritic and they don't just have the list that GameSpot has up, which is the one we're looking at for reference, just right. so everybody knows. Um, they don't have that list. They have the list of literally everything coming out, which I know is maybe a little exorbitant because like small shit that's not a big deal comes out all the time. But the list of stuff just starting in August getting to December was like 300 things. And this list on GameSpot we're looking at, which is mainly just the big stuff people know about or are waiting for, it's still like September's got... 15, 20 games, 20, 22 games. October, a bunch. How would it make more sense for these companies to spread this stuff out to make their numbers look better? Like, I feel like that doesn't, there's no way it couldn't. I think part of it's tradition, right? You've got certain, you've got summer blockbusters, right? And then you have movies that come out that win Oscars that are like right before Oscar, the voting is happening, right? So it's hot on your mind. Right. So I think it's, right. it's strategic, right? You want to get, and people arguably spend more money in the fall because of Christmas, um, you know, and, and, you know, you've got more opportunities there. Um, you've got more opportunities there in the fall 
Uh, and we'll come back to the, that that in just a second. I see I see that. Um, but my point being is is you've got um, the fall, and then you've got a small release window in the spring, and then this summer summer doldrum. And I think it's just now for a lot of developers, it's tough to embrace that shift in development cycle. Right to say, okay, we're going to push a game into a lesser release window. I don't disagree with you. Should I think the division uh, benefited from being released in March hugely? Uh, I think Borderlands benefited huge from coming out in its originally release window, which I think was March or April. The Last Uh, of Us came out in the spring, um, summer. Yeah, and I think uh, that's there as well. and just real quick, I just want to touch on that. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I have a bunch of friends that do a lot of VR stuff. I think it's a matter of content production. We're not going to stay on VR long because it's not the topic of tonight. Uh, we're we're going to do in a couple of weeks a, a VR-focused podcast and bring one of our buddies in uh, that actually does a lot of VR. Um, I, think it's, I don't think it's dead. I think it's just kind of in a holding pattern until you can get the technology invested to get to the point where you're not having so many people throw up in the, uh, <laughs> you know, because of the, the lack of visual, visual, visual acuity. Um, I did it fine. I put my wife in a VR headset and she immediately, almost immediately um, vomited uh, because of the, the disconnect uh, that it causes. Uh, so I think, I think it'll get there. Uh, will it get there it in will. the next five years? Nah, 10 years? Maybe we'll see it. You don't um, think five years is enough time for VR to get their shit together? I mean, it depends on if we find an alien crystal in a cave that just magically gives us everything we need uh, as far as technology, right? Um, I guess. That's not the only thing. Yeah, I can agree with that. Nah, I've seen that. All right, back to topic. You can agree with what? The, the oh, one man. self-driving cars. Comments and... Yeah. Man, okay. Okay. What were we talking about? Oh, so... <laughs> If you look at, like, the last three years, four years worth of games that win or are on the pedestal for Game of the Year, they almost always, and I know Game of the Year is kind of one of those rewards that people are like, does it really matter? But the games that leave the biggest impact and, like, are talked about the most are games that come out in the spring, like Mm -hmm. Last of Us and... Uh, I think the first Red Dead, that's way longer back and not what I was originally going to say, but like The Last of Us and Horizon Zero Dawn and Zelda and you know what I mean? Like all these games come out in March, give everybody the, the whole year to play them and give them three months to recover from getting fucking mauled in the Christmas season in the in the fall quarter. Um, why wouldn't like we've got Call of Duty and Battlefield coming out within a month of each other. Why not have Battlefield be a spring game, Call of Duty be a fall game? Because that's a that's a that's a Activision versus EA thing. Sure, <laughs> that's but a, why Well Don't you think more people would buy each of those games if they didn't have to split their money? Like if you like shooters and Battlefield you're gonna buy, Call of Duty you're gonna buy, anything that's shooting you're gonna buy. It's, no, it's, I, I disagree. It's harder for you to do two games in a week than a game in March and a game in December. 
but I think that goes back to my point about loyalty, right? Is they're they're saying we're gonna and and I'm not disagreeing with you that we should have this utopia of where everybody there's games. Um, yeah, there 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 should there um there should never be you know games should release six months apart from each other. But from a marketing standpoint, why are you gonna give your in a in a dollars from a financial standpoint? Why are you gonna give your competitor six months? to potentially take audience from you and then they're never going to make that purchase just because there's another shooter. Like for example, the guy at work today, oh, that's a good point. the guy yeah, at work, the, the guy at work today, I told him, I was like, would you ever try battlefield? And he said, no, I tried it once and it's awful. The shooting mechanic is, and he flat out said this to which my face contorted. He flat out said that the shooting mechanic in battlefield is the worst thing he's ever played in video games. And I go because he's been playing silky smooth bullshit arcade Call of Duty for 15 years and doesn't know anything. And then he continued to say the fact that you have to, like, put the gun ahead of somebody to shoot them while they're running. (laughs) And that's when I just that's when I shut the convert. That's when I shut the conversation down. I do think that the the chat brings up brings it brings up a good point. They do end up, you know, kind of helping each other out a little bit in. okay, cool. I just picked up Call of Duty. Now Battlefield's coming out. I don't think if it came if they came out six months apart, I would be necessarily willing to buy one or the other. I would buy one in the fall, and then I would be so invested in that one that I don't think I would bother looking at the other one. Right? Yeah, and and I like I like that I uh, I seen that in the chat brings up that uh, it's like saying Walmart and and Target Walmart shouldn't be near a Target. I, I like well, that's, that. That's metaphor. just that's just true. I like that metaphor, but I don't think it works because a Walmart and a Target being close to each other aren't gonna make you. Oh, what am I trying to say? Like three games that I like coming out in the same week means I can only pick one. Walmart, Target, and Aldi in the same place means I'm gonna pick the one that I like, right? That doesn't that doesn't help deal with the fact that like if three things that I really like come out in the same week, I have to choose between things that I, I wanna be able to get all of. You know what I mean? Like I'm not talking like Call of Duty and Battlefield. Because I get that competition, right? Like let the games that are competing with each other compete. Cause like you said, I if if I need groceries and there's a target and a Walmart there, I'm going with the I'm going brand loyalty. I'm going with Aldi, which isn't either of those options. You know what I mean? Um, if if there's if there's you know two stores there and I need a thing that's at both, I'll go to the one I like. Point in, case in point, Call of Duty Battlefield. I need shooting. I'm gonna get Battlefield because I like Battlefield. But if like just for instance, just for instance, let me pull up October because I was looking at it earlier. Battlefield's the 19th. Red Dead's the 26th. And Assassin's Creed is the fifth. I I love Assassin's Creed. It's completely different than Battlefield and kind of similar to Red Dead. And I want all three of those things, and they all come out in the same month. Why can't we get Assassin's Creed in the spring, Red Dead in the fall, and you know what I mean? Like, why can't we just space it out a little? No, bit? No, I to- I totally understand what you mean. I think the point though being is. In the fall, you have school breaks, you have holidays, you have all of those, you have all of a sudden you have this influx of things where it's like, okay, 
if I release this in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get, I'm not worried. I'm not going to capture those holiday dollars where the American consumer is spending an average of a thousand dollars or more um, than what they normally spend throughout the year because of Christmases and stuff like that. I think it's, it all boils down to, you know, the competition with each other and every game that you, with the exception of battlefield and call of duty is it serves a similar itch, right? Not everybody who is going to enjoy being a cowboy in a rock star game where they can play poker in one second and then go hunt a deer in another one is going to want to, or even be interested in going and being Odysseus Um, or vice versa. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Those games are, are different enough that like, they're different, but they're also not <laughs> like they're both open world games. One's I'm not a rock star though. So like, yeah, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. I'm arguing the scale of a rock star game sure. versus an Ubisoft game. I think the, the sure, other thing yeah, is yeah. too, I think that's exactly it right there. The chat said it is if you buy call of duty and I buy battlefield, well, now we have a disconnect. So next week we're going to mom and saying, Hey mom, we, we I need this game, this game so we can play together. Right. There's, there's definitely a lot of that in in that yeah, marketing strategy that, as well in they yeah. they know that this is the one of the heaviest time of year two you're going to get a lot of behavior like that like oh <laughs> Johnny got Call of Duty Timmy got Battlefield well they're best friends oh. shit now we can't now we can't have them play together while we're sitting in the living room drinking beer Sure. We need so our son. We we need our sons to have the game. This we need our we need our kids to have the same games. And I didn't mean to say that you know um, Johnny and Timmy uh, are the only two playing the games. They're just the first ones that you know that popped into my head. No, you're good. Uh, the reason I laughed is because you said the heaviest time of the year, and I just thought of the song "Happiest Time of the Year" that's the Christmas song. No, it's the heaviest. <laughs> fuck fuck that happy really, shit. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna re-sing. I'm only gonna be able to sing. It's the heaviest. Time. But it's got it's got to have a seriously dirty bass rift in it. Like yeah, it's in between be... choruses. I mean, it's just got to drop hard. Yeah, it's gotta be gross. It's gotta be that filthy mm. dubs. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, um, see, I don't think that issue is is cleared up by them releasing next to each other though, right? Because the the argument earlier was if you release Battlefield in March. Uh, then both of them say both Timmy and Johnny or whatever their names were buy it. Um, but like, it's easier for Timmy's parents because Timmy hates Battlefield, but wants to play with Johnny. He likes Call of Duty, but his parents can be like, "It's March, yeah, sure, we'll get it for you." Because then they have nine months, six months to wait until the next one, and then they can be like, "Okay, fine." I think setting it up so that it's like both of them are within three weeks of each other, and which I don't even think it's that far this year. No, it's not. It's, like, a, week. it's a week. It's a week, right? That's no ten days. I, that that has to cut into sales, and what that does is it turns it turns game purchasers into people that wait for sales, and and like. Maybe that's the whole point. Maybe you like you 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 cram everything in the one three month segment so that you can put it on sale later and make a bunch of money. Maybe that's it. But you you also brought up. Sorry, I'm like listing off things you brought up. I'm trying to I'm trying to touch base on. The other thing you brought up was breaks and like 
the fall and spring release schedule is around breaks fucking summer's dead and that's when 90 percent of the the game demographic is not at school why the fuck not have more stuff come out in the summer right hello well i'm i'm thinking now i'm i'm still here oh. like like that was a, that no. was a we'll have to find that and edit it out i think that was a long awkward silence I broke. I I brought. I broke a cardinal rule of uh, a cardinal rule of uh, radio broadcasting. Um, It's okay. I was just just afraid that I was having audio Uh, issues. Yeah, and I. I don't. I don't disagree that why wouldn't a game come out? I think the same reason. I think we're starting to see patterns develop, much like over the. Just go back to our film analogy. I think we're starting to see patterns evolve in the game industry like we see in the movie industry, right? Between Memorial Day and the end of July is the tentpole movie season, right? That's when all your biggest blockbusters come out, right? Yeah. And your franchises. And I think that's... that's, no one's at school. (laughs) Yeah. But I also feel that that is now that is kind of the, the the position in the gaming industry has taken because tradi- now I'm not saying there aren't people that could challenge that because gaming has kept up with and or dwarfed uh, Hollywood in many instances as being you know interactive and even with more disruptors like Netflix Prime and Hulu like you've talked about um, sure. yeah and that's exactly where I'm going with this is you see the movie industry spreading out more and more now. Because they understand that there is not a pressure to get that, and I think that's a thing that comes with maturity um, in both fiscal fiscal maturity, yeah. production discipline, and I think now we're starting to get like Casey Hudson, uh, these guys who are now who started in this industry in their early early twenties are now starting to understand and get more business savvy. They're not brash and like hardcore on. We got to get this game out, and it's going to be this fucking thing since sliced bread, and holy crap, it's going to be unbelievable. It is very much okay. Let's look at this fiscally responsibly. Let's put together a, a ace project team and actually put together a grade A project. And as we yeah. start in getting into the development cycle, we'll put together a realistic date for launch. If that realistic date falls in the fall, yes, we understand the competition, but is it an established franchise or is it something? That's not established. I'll tell you right now, the t- the one non-established, not established. What the hell just happened with voice? <laughs> non-established, not established <laughs> uh, franchise. Uh, anyway, the um, is you're gonna see that one non-established franchise that ev- I did it again that everybody's looking for. <laughs> I just snorted. Holy is shit. coming out. There and I think also yes, I completely agree. Internet culture and the way that people are handling things and the studios building hype, right? A lot of that they rework things based on how a game showed at E3, how a game showed at PAX, how a game shows at GameCon, and then they go back and say, "Oh, it's getting delayed," um, or right before because they had some focus group and said, um, "The nice, yeah." See now. I seen that just brought up that in like the 90s, like the reason we have seasons for shit is because the internet hasn't always been a thing. And I get that completely, right? Like you couldn't always get on Google or IMDb or YouTube and figure out like, oh, look at this trailer. It says it's coming out here. And if you didn't have like a TV, 
you you just went to the theater on your weekend dates in the summer because like that's when the big movies came out right and i get that that's probably why a lot of yes movie phone holy shit movie phone oh man um but like i get that that's probably why we have a huge concentration of games in the in the in the winter in the fall in the and sorry in quarter three right where you've got stuff from september or august all the way up to december but like that doesn't happen that we don't need to anymore so is it really a system or is it a symptom of the system that it's there because it's always been there or is it a symptom of a system that's saying to be successful, you have to have all this shit come out here. No, I think I, I oh, good. No, I was just going to say, I think it's the latter. I think that, or I'm sorry. I think it's the former. I think it's a, it's a result of like, we've always done this. Like mm-hmm. why change it? And it's starting to get to the point where if you are releasing a new IP and you want it to be successful and you have them, not even the money, you just, you, I don't know. All the games that have been successful that come out post February or February or later are all new IPs and they're all fucking great. I I completely agree with you. I think, and that's the kind of the point I was getting at a little bit earlier. Is it is a literally it's a tradition, right? Uh, this goes back to the start of the the start of the video game industry, right? Um, is yeah, great. <laughs> the chat said grandma dollars. That's awesome. Yeah, you're trying to sweep, um, you're trying to sweep up those granny dollars yeah, in the winter. Yeah, and, no. and I think it's a matter of you, uh, you, you, you. It's it's quickly becoming that the fall is established franchise territory, right? Yeah, sure. Then, like, look at this. Look at this fucking list of stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a <laughs> there's ton a of two and a three after fucking everything. Yeah, there's a ton of games. Don't get me wrong on this list. I mean, even if you're looking at it, right? I just gotta scroll down to get to the right month. Like here. September, Destiny Two, Dragon Quest Nine. Well, I'm, I'm not sorry, even. I'm 11. not even. I'm not even to Destiny. I, I or not, I'm not even to September yet. But you look at, um, even just August, right? Yakuza. Wario, the first two are established franchise. Then you have Dead Cells, Overcooked, uh, Monster Hunter World, Akam, Akami, right? And all of these are things. Yeah. We we happy few next Friday. I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, and then the yeah. the monster that is August, right, is Battle for Azeroth. Um, you know, I think. Is that the the mo- oh? It's World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft okay. Battle like, for Azeroth. I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, that that that's, uh, that's of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you were gonna see a lot of people streaming World of Warcraft in two weeks. It's gonna be nuts. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, I don't know what Blade Strangers is. I think, and then Divinity Original Sins Two has the full launch. Um, in there. Yeah, I want to like that game. There's just way too much shit going on. Anyway, oh, there's on. it's very dense. But I oh, think if you have to have like an energy drink and a cup of coffee next to you to get yep. into that game. Yeah, I think the big thing is is you've got to make sure that you know it, it is. Oh God, Battlefield and Soul Calibur come out on the same day. Not that I was ever getting Soul Calibur. Um, I think I just, those. I think those communities are pretty pretty different uh, from each right. other. Right. I just I just didn't realize that. Um, yeah, it, it's oh, Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. That'll be awful. How many? Have you read this list yet, or are you just reading it now? No, no I, I, I'm seeing things <laughs> that I didn't see. That uh, I'm just giving you shit. I'm just giving you shit. 
Um, yeah, but I think the point is, is it's we're slowly starting, and not that we're slowly starting to see. I think the pattern is franchises come out in the fall, and small and and games that developers want to become franchises come out in the spring, right? Yeah. yeah unless sure. for yeah, some yeah. reason you had, um, unless you have a uh, franchise that launched in the spring that's really popular. Um, like a division or a Borderlands, right. um, or something like that. I uh, I think that Borderlands is going to be, or not Borderlands. I think when you get when we get to the point of an Anthem two, we're going to see a February release again. Um, for that. Uh, yeah. See, like, I I like that. It seems like these new franchise. It's not just new franchises. I think. Like, it's definitely. That was the trend, but they did so well. They're sticking around. Why can't we get a good game to come out in July? The short answer is E3's in June and Comic-Con's in July. And like, no one wants to release a game when everyone else is doing that shit. Unless you're but, Bethesda and throwing free um, mobile games at people. Sure. But uh, I seen that in chat a few moments ago brought up that like, it's not the nineties anymore. You can advertise for a game way out ahead of time so like oh we don't want to do it because we don't think people will notice can't be your excuse you can say you didn't want to spend a bunch of money to advertise that's totally fine but let's let's look at it this way um i really need to i just noticed that on my and sorry for the people listening i just noticed that that person's username is still that i'm refusing to say um on my event list (laughs) At the oh, top yeah, of the they, they followed you, so it's just it's just there hanging out. For yeah, it's everyone. just there hanging out, everybody. Anyway, um, yeah, that was uh, that was a serious trolley trolley. Um, what was I? I totally lost my train of thought now. Uh, I brought up I brought up that like you can advertise all oh, year. Oh, right. So, yeah. But the danger there is. Look at what happened to Destiny. I agree that it's not the '90s, and you can announce something years in advance, right? What and get and get that the original Destiny, and get that hype train going, and then all of a sudden the game comes out. There's no content. It's a bland, boring ass story, uh, and things like that. Um, yeah, sure. And yeah, then sure. I think the same the same the hype train took over the division too. That's the exact reason that Bioware said we pulled Anthem and pushed it because we wanted to make sure that we could live up to the expectation of when this game was, you know, cause you remember the hype train at when that was originally announced at E3 2017 and the internet just was ablaze with speculation, and everything else. And I think by sure. no man's sky, another great example um, uh, of these games that the hype train takes over with. And then all of a sudden there's this inordinate amount of pressure to deliver on expectations that, ultimately can never be met because of a vertical slice. Yeah, so it sounds like though that maybe maybe the spring isn't just new franchises, it's people that want to make sure they release a good game, which it's going to sound shitty, but if you look at the stuff that's before March, most of these people it doesn't matter for them if they make a good game or not. Call of Duty's going to sell, Destiny's going to sell, Spyro's going to sell, Shadow of the Tomb Raider's going to sell, Life of Strange is going to sell. Mega Man's gonna fucking sell. Assassin's Creed's gonna sell. Red Dead's gonna sell. But like, 
is Anthem going to sell well is a question that they're asking. So they're releasing it in February. Mm-hmm. Is God, there are so many games that were announced for February 22nd. I've already forgotten shit. But like, I mean, I guess that's a good, that's an interesting way to look at it. Like, is it just that this is where you put new shit? Or based on your argument, is it like people, is it studios that have the ability or the, the wherewithal? experience to be like yo at this point in the game we need to focus on bug fixing and optimization not pushing it out in a month and a half so we get it out by christmas Mm -hmm. i think more studios need to do that right uh i think we were we saw the pendulum swing really far in the direction of let's get a game out and we'll fix it after the fact right we saw that swing happening yeah, the, uh, destiny's la- done it for the last four years right <laughs> um i think we're now starting to see the pendulum swing back to center where you're going to get a more a better more polished user experience because publishers are getting better systems better tools better engines uh better qa process and things like that right. um um yeah, and, the, and then you're, they're starting to – people are now really starting to understand, and I think we saw this with Battlefield, uh, the announcements with Battlefield Five is that you're starting to get the um, – you're starting, you're starting to understand how to keep that universe alive through interesting ways that are not requiring someone to buy a map pack for $20 over three months, right? You're giving away right, that right. – you're giving away that content knowing that – People will spend an inordinate amount of money. So much money. For a virtual jean jacket without sleeves and a red skull on the back that's on fire. Oddly specific. That sounds I know. dope. But I would totally yeah. put that on any video game character. <laughs> that's what Cyberpunk 2077 was really your jam. Yes, it you was. Learn. Almost was exactly that. that. <laughs> I would probably wear that in real life. Let's be honest. It had. It would have to have the LEDs though, right? Like you wouldn't wear like a a bedazzled like sparkly sequin one. Are we shopping at Walmart or Target? Uh, I don't. Does it matter? Well, Walmart is bedazzled. Target is LEDs. So yes. Okay, so we're shopping at Target. All right. Away we go, Target. Anyway, um, no man, it's interesting. I think that. Uh, I think it, it would have afford a lot of studios more flexibility if they push their releases out a bit. Just because if nothing's coming out next to Red Dead for months, everyone who wants to buy it will be able to spend a ton of time in it. If you release it when it's around a bunch of other stuff, there are inevitably inevitably going to be people that that lose interest and and move onto something else because they just spent money for it. You're right, and I don't... I, I want to agree with that. But I, I, I'm going to throw something out there and I'm going to say we are a capitalist society, right? So therefore, these not every developer and publisher has the flexibility to say, oh, we're going to push a game because it's going up to the board of directors and the board of directors sure. are saying, eh, we kind of have investors in this and they're not going to be happy and we have to do this to push the game it's going to make the money it's going to make the money to make the investors happy i hate to be that stone cold about the business realities of it no you're right i mean that's Um, why that's why games like mass effect failed yeah uh is it like ea set a date (laughs) yeah ea set a date i think that's the reason that the first but the first destiny 
um, was not the game that we saw in the original Vertical Slice um, is because Activision... Um, what if we make them pay for each part of it? Ugh. Just launch it. We'll make them pay. Eric, yeah. what's whatever? What's the CEO of Activision? Is that Eric Hirsch? 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 Douche? Um, Hirschman. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Let's go I with don't. Let's go with Hirsch Douche. Um, that seems inflammatory, but let, all right. The The House of Glass is inflammatory. <laughs> and fuego. The House of Glass. Oh, did I mention? It's oh yeah. Fire. So we have a we have a Don Matrick fan. Um, in, oh, <laughs> in no. the chat. No, we don't. Get out of here. We almost got a week without bringing his fucking stupid face up. We, I'm got, a, oh, we almost got a week. Almost. Big Don Matrick fan. Wait, is Candy Crush a Zynga? Yeah. It, yeah. It's totally. It doesn't matter. That's where they shipped him off. And then hopefully we haven't heard anything from him. So Microsoft shipped him to Zynga and then paid the janitor at Zynga a billion dollars to just murder him. Yeah, we sent the devil to. Sorry, that no, no, no. Place. Let me. I retract that. I, I yeah, wish, I wish, I wish, I wish nothing ill will against him except maybe the plague. Um, no, that's rude too. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm still very, very irked in the way that the he handled the launch of the original Xbox. Uh, oh, it is made by King. Thank you, uh, Chat. You're right. Uh, so. Anyway, anyway, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of stuff that that uh, you can point to uh, for Send as us. reasons to release at this time. There's a lot of things you can point to that make it look dumb for this all this stuff to come out at the same time. So uh, it's so, uh, what's up? Real quick, sorry. I just want to I want to get this. So let's do. Um... Let's do the giveaway like this. I will pull the attendee list for the stream because I can do that. And then we will pick somebody at random and we will send you a message on Twitch uh, if you are uh, the sure. winner. I just want to be cognizant of people sending names and stuff over digital oh, communique. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean real names or Twitch names so that we could see who won. But just know that if you are here tonight, with the exception of this guy up here not eligible because they almost immediately got banned um welcome welcome mr president um, oh man we got barack obama listening to our podcast that would actually be kind of crazy if this like really was we're not gonna hypothesize about that no it'd be um, great. <laughs> it would uh it'd be honored i'd be but... like yeah i'd be like uh so what 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 do you play? <laughs> yeah, what, what, you you get down on that Fortnite? Um, no, Barrio doesn't play Fortnite. He plays PUBG. Come on, give the guy a break. Give I him some respect. I don't know. All right, okay. No, uh, I know. Trust me, we're brown. We all know each other. <laughs> you the, the the brown guy took it there, ladies and gentlemen. I couldn't help it. Man. Not the brain, not the staunchly not not the unbelievably <laughs> white guy who hasn't shaved in three days. Um, no, the guy's so dark that when his when his little headlamp, you kind of can't see his face. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll do that. Let's uh, bring it back. I didn't mean to take us into dark joke, weird territory there. 
<laughs> Sorry, the chance response to what does Barack Obama play was NBA Street, which is the it's the fucking best answer. Oh man, that game is so great, and I know Barack Obama. What? Uh, hold on, time out. What team? Oh, <laughs> he's about to Google teams while you figure out which team you're choosing. Um, oh no you know what i'm thinking of when i saw nba i'm thinking of uh nba jam so i was about to say if it's anything but the spurs you're wrong oh no uh, okay but this is not i was gonna say hang this, on you make your own team in yeah, the yeah. No, no no i was thinking uh nba jam when you had uh who was it duncan uh, uh duncan uh robinson and uh dennis uh why can't i think of his name um robin rodman thank you uh, on the same team, and yeah, God, that game was. I want them to remake that game in 4K. I think I just said Dennis Robinson. No, you said Robinson. I said Robin. Yeah, yeah, good. No, you said Duncan Robinson. That's what it was. Maybe, I was maybe. like, did I just fuck that up? Anyway, you know, it's. Ooh, we're surviving. We're making it. it. Why has this week been so tough? It's we've both had so much <laughs> shit going on at work. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, all right, such bad, such bad audio for people. Only Sorry, people. if you guys are listening, but make I, sure to tune into Twitch next week so you can catch the, uh, the the nuttiness live. But the response we got for what team do they play and what what team does Obama play in NBA Street? He said it's me, Biden, and LeBron on a custom team. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I'm. I want to buy that game on my PS2 just so I can create Barack Obama and Joe Biden <laughs> and make them play street ball together because that sounds amazing. Oh, boy. All right. All right. So, dismount. We're going to send, uh, as Eric said, for the giveaway. Obviously, we couldn't, you know, read the code over the... Oh, we should. We should just read the code over the air and see who gets to it first. That's survivalist. We won't do that. That's um, very PUBG. Actually. No, we're not doing it, though. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, do you have the list of people viewing now? Is that something? Uh, I can just export it <laughs> in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh oh, Kabuki sounds back. Um, what are you? Let's move into. Let's move into our our bounties. What's uh? What are you? What are you doing this week? What have you been playing? What have you been listening to? What have you been watching? Uh, Let us know. I've been doing a lot of the. This is this may break everything. Hold on. Yep. All right. There we go. All right, we're back. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> that uh, I had a screenshot of everybody that was here just in case for some reason the export didn't work because it has happened sure. uh, before. Uh, what am I playing? I am playing PUBG. I have started my Darksiders Apocalyptic Tour. Uh, trying to get geared up for the old, the old November. Yeah, yeah, so that way uh, I'm trying to get through Darksiders 1 and 2 um, before Darksiders 3 comes out. Um, again, for those of you who are new to the channel, I uh, absolutely... Uh, adore that franchise uh, in every in every way. And Kabuki, yeah, Kabuki never left. He's been here the whole time. Um, hey man, I can't see him physically, so how would I know that? <laughs> uh, 
Um, but, uh, yeah, that, and then I'm still slowly getting through. It's been such, usually I can get through about an audiobook a week, but this week I just haven't had the chance to sit and listen, um, to, so I'm still on the second book of that series. Uh, got a recommendation a couple of podcasts ago, uh, that, uh, it's, it's a series by a gentleman named Daniel O'Malley. Uh, he wrote two books. One is called The Rook. The other one is called Stiletto. Uh, you should check them out. It's about a yep. secret government agency yeah. in, uh, in Britain. All about this. Super cool. Um, Listening, same old, same old dirty bass drops uh, that I always listen to because I uh, am a creature of habit. Um, actually, I've been oh, listening man. to a, I've been listen, I've been listening to a lot of Nightcore lately, which is weird. Um, what is Nightcore? Nightcore is kind of like anime dubstep, <laughs> right? If, yeah. if there was a way to put it, a lot of uh, high-pitched kind of Korean singers with some dirty, dirt, d- some, some nasty bass traps in there. Um, I like to liken it to the opening or closing credits to anime, uh, if that was a yeah. musical genre in and of itself. So I mean, it's gonna be. If yeah. it's not actually. You could just Google Nightcore on YouTube, and there's a whole bunch of playlists. Hmm. All right. So... But uh, big fan, that. big fan of all EDM music. I am. I really need some people to follow me so that thing goes away <laughs> at the top of my screen. It's awful. I already follow you. I can't. Do I know. It. I know. I know. It's just seeing it's it just up there makes makes me. It's a. It's obnoxious. It's very obnoxious. Is there not a way you can change how that feeds? That you can just like boot something up. I don't know, man. I don't know how. I, I, don't, I don't know. I have to go. I have to go look in a minute if I can actually delete that out of the event list. Um, there should be an option for that. I wish. I hope there is. There better be. There's got to be. Right. Right. There's got to be. They wouldn't just like they, make people. There it goes. Wait. No. They. They. They unfollowed and refollowed. <laughs> oh, this is this is good. Maybe we should stop talking about them so they don't feel like they're. They now it's up. Now out. it's up there. Now it's up there twice. What? Uh, anyway. Oh, you know what I did? I think I accidentally replayed it. So that's my bad. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, anyway, this is great audio, you know. Sorry, guys. Um, no, we're good. We're all good. Um, what have I been playing for my bounties? I got to give bounties, too. You know, I can't. I, I know. You do it. I know. Um, I played some Sea of Thieves Curse Sales. It's very good. And if the problem you had with that game was not having enough shit to do, just try fighting skeleton ships. It's fucking bananas, and it's very good. Thank you, guys. Um, oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. All right. Um, other than that, uh, what's up? Would you we're, we're, we're good. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Um, other than that, I've been playing PUBG, of course, Rocket League, of course. Uh, and No Man's Sky, just working my way towards getting the freighter so I can start my own trade routes and run that shop. I just keep on bringing up every episode of this podcast of how badly I want to just own a shop and not do. Well, I, I think you might get that dream in No Man's Sky. It might be a reality yeah. for you, or at least the start of it. Maybe. Like, let's... Oh, I want to do it. I want to do it. Apparently, like, your freighter can get attacked and you can fly and then go help it. Like, this is shit we talked about last week. Anyway, I won't nerd over this too much just because we're trying to wrap up respect. 
Um, I'm reading a, a book that's called, oh no, I forgot. It was written by Jason Schreier, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the reporter, the like, the guy over at um, Kotaku. I think it's called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Mm-hmm. I just started it in the car on the way home from work today. So I'm like 20 minutes in. But, you know, I'm going to love it because it's oh. the game industry and that's my jam. Audiobook. Got it. <laughs> yeah, no, I started reading a physical book in the yeah, it was car like, on the way home. It's like, huh. Uh, I've been to St. Louis. I'm, you know, I don't want to drive like that. No, no. Although I, my mom used to put on her eyeliner while she was driving. That's think that, about that for a second. That's my wife does that all the time. Uh, it, it drives Ugh. me insane, but it's a talent acquired. Even if you hit a bump, you could poke your damn eye out. I sound like a grandpa. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> you gotta poke your eye out. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't. Ugh. Yeah, you know, it's whatevs. Um, yeah. So sorry. Reading Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. Getting into it. Starting now. Um, watching, I don't watch anything but The Office. I have to put stuff on that I can do simultaneously while taking care of a kid. So, watching new shows like Luke Cage season two, or finishing Jessica Jones seasons uh, season two, or even fucking finishing Altered Carbon, just haven't happened. There's um, a book series you should read if you haven't read it. Yeah, it's in my wish list for for yeah. Amazon, um, for Audible. So I'll get there. Oh, dude, yeah. Have you, uh, you have you watched Parks and Rec yet? Yes, Chat? several oh, yeah. times all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Parks and Rec in the Office are my jam. Um, my third jam because I missed it. I forgot. Parks and Rec, The Office, and Community. Because mm-hmm. if you have Hulu and you haven't watched Community, you've failed Hulu and you should um, terminate your account immediately. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but we're going to. Does anybody in the chat not already own PUBG? We need to figure this out. I don't want to give someone a copy of PUBG. They're just going to go sell. No, that's it. No, we're just we're, we're gonna no we're gonna we're gonna wait until they answer, Eric. Stop. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you got quiet. Yeah, it's like okay. Oh man, it's like all right. Just you're like you're like damn. All right, that's fine. It's like I'll no, just sit we here. Can, we can... No, we can move on. I was just kidding. I didn't think you'd take it so seriously. I was like, wait, that's, that, yeah. You were like, that's kind of productive, but whatever. I get um, anyway, uh, sorry about the, the weird, like, rambunctiousness of my ability to talk tonight. Uh, it's been a long week, and I've, I've gotten tired earlier and earlier every day. So I feel like I'm running on the, the reserve tank. Um, it, it happens with age, man. Wait until you hit uh, 20. It's going to be. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be real bad. I don't fucking start right now. <laughs> After I talk about how my linguistic skills are <laughs> diminished, you're uh, like, now it's time to begin insulting him. Uh, it's called for those t- of y'all listening, timing. I'm, timing. I'm clearly not younger than twenty. I can't even fucking talk about it. Yeah, I'm not younger than twenty. I'm twenty six. And I turned 27. Holy shit, I'm almost 30. Mm. Fun. Minus 15. (sighs) I I fucking hate you. I have no I know. I don't have any. I know. I'm almost. I'm almost. I know how to do. (laughs) I'm almost 40, but you would never know. (laughs) 
because I, like I said, uh, for those of you listening, it looks like I just shaved and this is three days. And I, I haven't shaved in a very long time, but this grew in within like a month. Yeah, that's jealous. Oh, jealous. Anyway. It's a lot of work, though, man. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. That's yep. a really shitty thing to complain about to someone who doesn't have a good track record growing facial hair. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's such a pain in the ass. You're like, just I want some. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We keep saying it. anyway. Kick rocks. This we're gonna wrap up the show because we're we're just. Did you just tell me to kick rocks? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I snuck All it right. in there. <laughs> man. We're going to wrap up the show because we're slowly becoming a part. And, you know, that's just what happens when, you, when you're when you up too late. Uh, but uh, my name is... Ed. Oh, shit. Mm. My name is Caleb Sawyer. Check swing. My name is Caleb Sawyer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox, PlayStation, really anywhere it really counts, at LubWub. L-U-B-W-B. You can see it at the bottom of the... The old ticker right here on Twitch. If you're not listening, if you're not watching and you're listening, uh, I just did some shit you didn't see. So maybe you should watch next time so you can see what I did. What is, it? What is it? What is it with the trolls tonight? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Friday night. It's yeah, Friday, it's night. Fri- Friday, Friday night troll. I feel a little bit. I, I'm not going to lie. And I know that, you know, for the podcast listeners, if you come check out the channel, uh, we stream on my Twitch channel. Uh, and I'll just kind of roll into that, you know, uh, at hybrid glass everywhere. Um, you know, but, uh, I, I've actually kind of honored, um, this is the first time I've had actual people come into my channel and troll. So, oh, you don't know if these are people, they might've been bots, my friend. I, 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 I understand. Um, but this is the first time you've had, yeah, accounts in your, but, yeah. in your stream to troll it. Yeah. That have actually come in and like, just been total, total D de- I'm all about friendly ribbing and a little, you know, uh, sure. a little, uh, you know, friendly banter. Uh, you know, which is fine and totally acceptable. But uh, when you come in and say things like, I can't even say that. Uh, I, can't, I can't say that. <laughs> so, no. no it's, and uh, and uh, and a former sitting president was here tonight as well. Yeah. I was like, so, what are you talking about? Uh, you're uh, absolutely right. We had trolls and we had barack obama like come on guys we, we take, now know you gotta we, take the good with the bad i think i think we have the title of the podcast right there <laughs> trolls and barack trolls obama and, barack obama. and, and uh, let's not forget kabuki-san i just want to give a shout out to him if you don't uh go check him out he's a youtube uh youtube streamer uh really cool guy um oh dope i didn't know so, that yeah yeah kabuki-san is a nice. uh, cool dude played i met him playing PUBG on pc uh, and, uh, we, uh, uh, enjoy his content, uh, that he produced. So if you, uh, get a chance, make sure you go check his channel out as well. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Have you, have you won a game of PUBG? No, I've never won a game of PUBG on PC. I've been on the top 10 like three times. Oh, well, well, something to work towards, I guess. Something to work towards. Anyway, sorry. Recapping. I'm Love Bob everywhere. Um, if you see me in person, don't call me that. My name's Caleb. Well, you know what? You could probably call me. I'll probably respond to love. What? Whatever. Eric, where can people find you? Please save me from this because I'm falling apart. Hybrid glass everywhere. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, uh, 
I'm just going to say Twitch and Twitter because my YouTube cha- page is in shambles. But uh, I am there. Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, uh, Steam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's all there. So um, you can find me mostly on Xbox Live because that's where I play the v- majority of the games. Um, yeah, most of them. So. I play some things on PlayStation, y'all, but it's only like baseball. So don't worry. I'm not cheating on Xbox. I'm just getting a little on the side. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks for putting up with me, especially. Eric's been completely respectful and completely easy to deal with. I've been belligerent. <laughs> That's maybe a bit much. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks for sticking around. Come back and listen to us next week. We'll have another cool topic. Eric mentioned something we may be talking about very soon. It just kind of depends on our buddy we're trying to bring in. Um, but you know, we try to keep it cool and we try to talk about fun stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep.